The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Only on Talk 94.5. road again Just can't wait to get on the road again and it is that time once again. It's 9.37 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. It's Wednesday morning. It means that we're on the road again with Jordan Rhodes to find out where he is and what he's up to. Good morning, Jordan. Hi, Liz. Hi, Nick. I, that breaks me up, the, the theme song there from, from on the road again. It just it got me laughing. I thought I was going to be calling you from Pennsylvania today because I had been up there to meet with the gentleman that's uh, financing the documentary and also wants to do one of my presentations in his theater in Milford. But I'm back. I'm back in New York, uh, about 46 degrees here and raining. Oh, uh, I know you guys are nice and 66 down there, so I'm jealous, of course. <laughs> but You're anyway. supposed to be moving here, Jordan. When's that going to happen? Well, I'm telling you, I, uh, I, I, I wish it could be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in a situation right now. I've got a couple of commitments, but I don't know if one of them is going to come about. Uh, the irony is, uh, of course, you know about my play, uh, Papa the Man, the Myth, the Legend, which, of course, we had wanted to get on Broadway, and uh, we now have the funds to do that. But guess what? I can't find a theater. I've been told by um, Desi Monahan, she's the vice president, the head of uh, Schubert's there. Schubert, they own about 17 theaters on mm-hmm. Broadway. I've been told by her that there's nothing available for now several seasons. So whether we're going to be able to do it off-Broadway, I don't know. The irony is that years ago, I had a general manager, and the Schubert's had offered me three theaters, but I didn't have the money, and I couldn't find the money. Mm. Now I have the money. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get a general manager, and I can't get, uh, I can't get a theater. So huh. I, I don't know right now when that's going to happen. Once I can get the documentary, that's a commitment uh, based on my book, The Life of a Blue Collar Actor. Once I can get that done, mm-hmm. then I will see, and I hope I can make that move at least within a couple of months. Uh, if I can, I know always in the beginning I do a little entertainment piece here. Yeah. I would just like to talk to uh, you, Nick, and of course your listeners, and to ask them to send some really good thoughts, prayers, and wishes out to Bruce Willis. Yes. I know a lot of your listeners are big fans of Bruce's, and uh, Bruce uh, has a very devastating uh, disease. I'm sure it's been in, I can't pronounce what he has. I'm sure it's been all over the news. Yeah, but, uh, he's mm-hmm. Yeah, he's retiring from the business because uh, this particular disease affects the brain for your memory of lines and your mm-hmm. thought process and all of that. So I've never met Bruce. I, uh, I was at a function with him years ago. A good friend of mine, Joe Torino, that has Torino Media Productions down in Florida, based in Florida, had asked me to assist him on a filming that he had to do for Sly Stallone's uh, wife. And I went out there, and we were at the premiere of uh, Sly's new film at that time, another one of the Rocky pictures, and Bruce was there, but I didn't get a chance to meet him. But anyway, we'd just like to get some good wishes, thoughts, and prayers uh, going out to Bruce's way there. Uh, The other thing that's in entertainment, pretty much still everything being talked about, is the the slap around the world, is Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Uh, I just want to put my two cents worth in here. Sure. uh, I don't think that Will's apology contained any sincerity at all, because if he had really been sincere, he would have made it 
on air that night to Chris, and I mm-hmm. think his apology came way too late and about $2 short. I think it was strictly a PR stunt with his agents and managers. Of course, uh, the other news is he's resigned from the Academy, which I don't believe was any huge surprise. He wanted to do that prior to getting, I guess, kicked out of the Academy. Mm-hmm. And he has lost two big deals. It won't affect him, these kinds of stars and that thing. Netflix and Sony had two big things going with him. But Well, what anyway, do you think, um, Jordan, what do you think his way back would be into the, you know, the darling, uh, uh, the way people see Will Smith, you know? They knew that time. Jada Pinkett Smith is weird. Everybody knows she's weird. They feel bad for Will Smith. They still love him. Um, but this was like, what are you going to bat for her for after what she has talked about and said about you? And, you know, yeah, like- I mean, it, it's uh, first of all, they were very, uh, very public about their open marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were very public about that. And as far as what uh, how he's going to come back, I think it'll just be a matter of time because he has a big he has a huge fan base. And the people that turn out for him love his shows, love his movies, and all of that. Uh, I don't know that he will ever be able to. Uh, Chris has not accepted his apology yet, which I find, you know, not strange. Uh, personally, I don't know Chris personally either, but I know everything that I've heard about him. Is he's he's a really he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock is is a nice guy, and he doesn't really do insult to comedy, you know, like a, a Don Rickles or anything like that. And I just think the whole thing was uh, was really ridiculous. But uh, let me let me do this. I don't know. Um, have you had any of your callers, anybody call into you? Uh, this is an important item to me, and now I'm going into my conservative uh, opinion here. Um, but there. There are two things going on in the country right now that I just don't think people know about because the only place you can see or hear anything about it is on Fox. Mm-hmm. You can't get any of the other networks, the Stooges networks and CNN, they're not covering. But how many people are aware that there currently right now are over 70 Americans that have been arrested, arraigned, not even arraigned, arrested and incarcerated mm-hmm. in jail for 15 months yeah. since the January 6th thing. Mm-hmm. They have not been charged. They they can't have any lawyers. They've not been given bail. Some of them are being mistreated in jail. And Biden's Department of Justice, which in my opinion should be called the Dungeon of Jerks, uh, they, <laughs> they have done this against these Americans. And this only happens in, what, Cuba, Venezuela, mm-hmm. uh, Iran. This is not supposed to happen in America. Right. You're not supposed to be grabbed and incarcerated, put in jail. You're not even arraigned. You're not charged. You have no bail. And for most of these guys, except for public defenders and, and, and women, they, they can't get any representation. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. And there should be a lot more news about it, and people should mm-hmm. be talking about well, it. But uh, nobody, Jordan, you may you may know about it. Um, you know, there was that era of McCarthyism. Um, you know, yep. but the fact that there were so many people that couldn't defend anybody that was accused of McCarthyism because, as a lawyer, you would be blackballed. And so, right. what's happened is something very, very dangerous to. Um, you know, every single person deserves representation, no matter how heinous the crime. And Absolutely. so when you start condemning the lawyer for defending and taking on the case, 
then we get into a very dangerous place as a society. When a lawyer is targeted or um, criticized or ridiculed for accepting that case, where do we get? So like those people may not be able to be, you know, they may be having a hard time finding representation even. I don't even know why this is happening. Is what's happening even legal? I mean, yeah, all they, all they have right now are some public defenders. That's all they have. They did have one attorney on television about, I don't know, four or five days ago, and she's a very high-powered attorney, and she's trying to see if she can represent some of these people, but she can't even get to first base right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, what's going on in the country, and I could talk about this for a week, but uh, and, and over the next few weeks I'll try to see if I can uh, I'll give my opinion on some things that I think that we might be able to do. Have you had any intelligent person to you that, that you and Nick know, people that call in, that really believe right now the biggest concern in our country is climate control? That would be a no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I mean, it, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. And John Kerry, who I could care less about. Uh, I, I don't want to go on how much I could care less about him and gives him too much coverage. But for have him go on television and stand up there and say that, that the biggest concern in our country right now mm-hmm. with war breaking out, with what Russia's doing to Ukraine, and of course what John was talking about on John Hannity's show, uh, I believe it was last night. I, I mean, it, to me, what's going on in our country is it's just insane and uh, the, the stuff down at the border is just gone nuts. I would like to say this to the listeners, and again, just my opinion, but I think there's some things that we all need to realize, and we need to get some more Americans to get their head out of the sand to realize this, is that there are some things in common that the liberal Democrats have with the liberals in this country, which, by the way, uh, the the new approval rating uh, that I just heard last night for uh, for Joe Biden, I won't call him president because he's not my president. He was appointed, not elected. We won't mm-hmm. go there. But the new approval rating was 27 percent mm-hmm. um, approved. Now, right. I'd like to know who those 27 percent are. <laughs> we know it's all we know it's all big tech and big pharma yeah. Jordan, and all of these. Jordan, I, I have an answer for you. Um, and the results <laughs> from the local cemetery will be right with you shortly. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing that I want to just put out there is that, again, my opinion, the Three things that these Democratic liberals and liberals together have in common. Number one, they don't give a tinker's damn about the working Americans. Mm -hmm. That's number one. The politicians, there are two things that mean a lot to them. Number one, money. Number two, power. If anybody really believes that Joe Biden cares anything about Americans other than himself and his immediate family, then I don't really want to waste my time talking mm-hmm. to those people yeah. because I'm not going to be able to convince them anyway. And the Hunter Biden thing, we could do uh, we could do three shows about that, Liz. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I, I, mean, I really need to ask you, though, and you just mentioned it. I, I spent um, the first half hour in anticipation of our interview, Jordan, and we're speaking with Jordan Rhodes. Uh, I, it was uh, that interview with Sean Penn. I watched it twice. Um, because it was just so interesting. And you know Sean Penn. You know that he interviewed El Chapo, that he got a lot of flack for that. There was a lot of back and forth about 
why and how and was he helping the Mexican government, whatever um, all of that was. But um, I wanted to know what your take is on Sean Penn. Uh, He seems to despise Sean Hannity. Uh, He went on this interview. uh, I'm not sure what purpose, what agenda he was filling, maybe to bring attention to his upcoming documentary. Maybe it was to help the Ukrainian people. Maybe it was helped people um, understand Zelensky better. I don't know. Um, what what is your take knowing Sean Penn personally on that? Okay, interview? well, my 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 take is that for, first of all, I have to say this, and I don't want to get into any hot water with Sean. Sean, and I haven't talked in a long time. Uh, Sean and I don't agree politically. Uh, Sean, as far as I'm concerned, he, Sean is a great guy. Is he, he really a political is. person, though? Some people just uh, yes, yeah, I, yes, I do think he's a political okay. person. Okay, that yeah. was my first Ab- question. Go yeah, ahead. absolutely, he's a political person, and I actually was surprised that he went on Hannity's show because uh, he is uh, Sean, and, and of course, from his upbringing, we have to remember that his dad, Leo Penn, who really put my career on on the map, and I love the guy dearly. But Leo Penn, his father was one of the people caught up in the McCarthy things that you were talking about wow. just a few minutes ago. Yeah, he was caught up in that, and he was blacklisted, and uh, which people don't really remember. Wrongly, Leo Penn, wrongly, or what do you think? Uh, oh, absolutely wrongly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, Leo was never a member of the Communist Party. Okay, uh, and and in New York, Leo was a very big, well-known actor hmm. in New York. And of course, when he got out to California and all of this stuff had happened with McCarthy and all of that, uh, he had someone ask him, you know, what would he like to do? Would he like to direct? And that's when he started observing and he became a director and became a really tremendous director. He was, he was just hmm. great to work with. But from that upbringing, uh, that's where I think a lot of Sean's uh, liberal uh, ideals and things come from. And I think he's always well-meaning he doesn't get the credit that he should get, like that time when he went down to New Orleans to help all the people down there that mm-hmm. were flooded out. And, of course, the press just got all over him about having a leaky boat and all of that stuff. And uh, he, he, you know, he just does that stuff on his own. And all he did over in Haiti, which a lot of people don't realize that he lived in a tent over there mm. for well over a year, uh, just helping those people. So he does that, and where he and I might disagree about certain things, I believe his intent for going to Ukraine and even being on Sean's show was not to promote his documentary, but was to try and help the Ukrainian people, who, as we all know right now, are, are just taking an absolute beating mm. uh, with what's going on from Russia and, and just not really getting the help that I think they should get from our country. Mm-hmm. But again, that goes back to Biden, who doesn't even know which way to turn in traffic. I mean, it's, it's just... It's yeah. Just ab- well, yeah, it, it, it's, it's just absolutely... It's unbelievable. And, and what's getting ready to hit everybody? While we're talking about that, just for your listeners to know, 350,000 people have moved out of New York toward mm-hmm. Florida. Right just since this thing has been going on. And so that's why the, this, the mayor now has this big campaign on against uh, Florida, and he's joined up with Disney about their so-called gay law, which is all completely misrepresented. It's not at all what DeSantis was mm-hmm. talking about doing down yeah. there, and it's not what he's trying to do. Uh, he's just trying to keep these people from teaching five- and six-year-olds about 
gender and transgender mm. and I things. I call it grooming, I, Jordan. They're grooming. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Grooming, and of course, you know what what they do in so many of our universities right now. Yeah. You know, they they just groom and indoctrinate. They mm-hmm. don't teach. They, they indoctrinate. Sex, alcohol, and studies is last last always yeah. in college yeah. for some reason. It's, Jordan, yeah, we're out of time. Unbelievable. On the road again with Jordan Rhodes. Jordan, how can people find out more about you, your book, your your play, all of that? Okay, uh, have them if they'd like the book, The Life of a Blue Collar Actor, which gives a lot of insight into this business and, of course, my career. The best way to do it is go to store.bookbaby.com. That's S-T-O-R-E, store, doc bookbaby.com. All right. And of course, and what we'll do one of these times, if we get some people calling into your show about me, we'll do a giveaway. We'll have somebody call in and, and you can give me their mailing address and all that either off the cool. off air. And, and we'll do a deal to where that we'll, we'll give a book away. Sounds good. Uh, just, 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 just for Liz and Nick. All okay. right. Sounds good. Jordan Rose, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Talk to you next week. All Bye-bye. right. Bye-bye. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Back in a bit on Talk 94.5.